Hello, and welcome to The Intellectual Bend. I am David Gonzalez of Weird Fish Media, and this is my show. His, his whole thing was about self-mastery, right? El Capitan represented for him, can he achieve some level of perfection in, within his field? And so for him to go out and climb that mountain was a matter of, of, of self-mastery. And he kept using the term perfection. You know what I mean? It, and, but he also had to feel it. I mean, you know, in the, in, I mean, people who haven't seen a documentary, sorry. You know, he goes and he doesn't feel it and he's got to get down because he knew he would, you know, he wasn't going to accomplish it. And when, when he doesn't accomplish it, that means he's going to die. You know what I mean? So it was calculated, but it was also more towards self-mastery as well. The one thing that I that you catch up on in that documentary is that there is no there, there's an awe about El Capitan, but there's there's virtually no mention of God. I mean, I don't I've, I've watched it dozens of times. Yeah. And I don't know how you can be that close to death willingly. And even if you're absolutely prepared in every sense of the word, you know, every foot hold, you know, every hand hold, I still was at the end of it. I was still like, man, there is no mention of God at all here. You know what I mean? No mention of an afterlife, no mention of, uh, you know, is there anything beyond? There's nothing. It was existential and it was metaphysical, but it was almost completely humanistic. In other words, it was something that he can accomplish as a human being but it, it didn't really transcend anything. I think that was the one thing that was lacking for me in that, that, in that movie or that documentary is you would think that with that kind of experience, there would come this, uh, what you def- would define as the numinous, but that, that would also point you to the transcendent. You know what I mean? And it didn't really seem to do that. So I was, I was a little bit of a letdown. Um, but otherwise the movie, the documentary is, is fantastic. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, so with, so with free solo and Alex, so that point was interesting because I, I noted that as well. And I thought, I was like, this guy is articulate. He's thoughtful. He thinks deeply about the things that he's doing. He's very calculated. And yet he's missing something. <laughs> yeah. Like there's something yeah. that he's, he's not, he's not asking himself. Yeah. Even his own ability to do the things that he's doing. Like, where does that come from? Yeah. Where does this drive come from? And and when especially when you go and you get interviewed over and over and over and everybody can't understand and fathom what it is that's in you that drives you to do those kinds of things. I mean, yeah. he's not just like the fringe. He's the fringe of the fringe of yeah. people willing to, to risk that kind of thing, yeah. their lives to do that thing and be that confident that and to make the statement that there's no risk involved in this free solo. Like you either know how to do it or you don't. And if yeah. you don't know how to do it, you don't do it. Well, and, and, uh, you know, one of the things about all those interviews that you, that I picked up on was that almost every single person that interviewed him, whether it was late night, some guy on a microphone or, you know, whatever they would say, so what's next? As if there has to be something next, you know what I mean? He's, he's a one in a, he's one in 7 billion. He's the only person to have ever done it. And the question that kept came, coming up was, well, what's next? And I think, interesting, the, the thing that he came close to for transcendence was he goes, well, I think next, my next adventure is starting a family, which that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> especially people who have started a family. You know what I mean? That's, that's, but, the biggest, that's the biggest mountain to climb. 
yeah, that's the biggest mountain to climb. But it almost was like he made this great accomplishment and um, he did it, but it still didn't satisfy. There's still something else to do. And I think that's that again, that for me, yeah, I understand the numinous. I understand the rev- reverence for that mountain. I understand maybe there, there's even a spiritual aspect to what he does. But it didn't transcend to to the to the otherness. You know what I mean? It was completely humanistic, and then even the desire to to start a family that still doesn't point to transcendent, even though it points to a future. And so, um, not that I'm looking for a Christian, you know, ethos in him. I don't expect that out of, out of everything that I watch. But I just can't imagine going through what he went through, accomplishing what he accomplished, and not having some sense of of, of, of the nature and the character or the, the transcendence of God. You know what I mean? At least yeah. asking the questions and maybe he did, they just didn't capture it on the documentary, but you would think that that would be a big part of this, this huge accomplishment. And it doesn't seem to be. So you have to, you have to wonder if, if the, the way the, they orchestrated the documentary, if that was an yeah. intentional thing and maybe he does have some sense of, uh, of of experiencing God in a certain way with this mountain, and maybe that's this is his way of how he comes and approaches God in this yeah. like place. But the, you know, going back to the family thing, something that struck me was you can never imagine, prepare, or do what you did with free solo with, with a family. There's no, there's no knowing all the footholds and all that stuff because. Uh, it's just too messy, too unpredictable. Women are yeah. going to be women. Kids are going to be kids. <laughs> and if you think you can uh, climb or mount the Everest of our, of your family, like you did yeah. El Capitan, then that's a, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I mean, with El Capitan, there's so many knowns. I mean, he has a direct route that he can practice over and over again. He has a, a line that he can uh, go on to as he practices, but with a family, every day is almost different. I mean, as your kids get older, you know, I have four kids, you have four kids. I mean, we start to learn their personality. We start to learn their, uh, you know, their little nuances of what they do and don't do what they like and don't like. Like I know when my daughter is lying, I know when my son is hiding something, I know when they've snuck into the kitchen, but there's still every day. It's like, man, what's going to happen tomorrow? Like you just can't fathom, you know what I mean? And so for somebody like Alex, is it Hamid? Hamid? Hanold handled, um, you know, a family would be a big thing because you can't plan for it. You can't say, okay, tomorrow we're going to do X, Y, Z because you wake up and X, Y, Z becomes ABC. You know what I mean? It just, there's no, you can't tell with human beings, especially human beings that come from your own DNA. You know what I mean? So, um, it's, it's, so yeah, I, I agree. There's, there's no climbing that Mount Everest of, uh, or even that El Capitan of the family, which is probably why he said it. I mean, I think some of it's tongue in cheek, but I think it's also serious, but I think he's going to find that climbing El Capitan was probably a lot more, uh, probably a lot easier than, than raising a family. So, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's for sure. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode featuring Oscar Carmona, a good friend of mine, as we discussed the philosophy of free solo until the next one. Adios.